Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a never pleasant help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though, the, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose stream make glad the city of God, the only place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in the uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and strengthens the spear. For burns, he burns the shields in fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Good morning. It's good to be with you uh, today and this Reformation Day that we get to celebrate. As Pastor Tim mentioned, we also got to celebrate this morning our 36 confirmands as they affirm their, their baptism. We have uh, another special day coming up in the middle of this coming week. Any kids left in here want to say what that is? Any adults want to say what that is? Halloween, yes, October 31st, Halloween, and we uh, you know, dress up our kids and send them around to strangers' homes to get candy. What can be wrong with that? October 31st, though, is also known in the church's Reformation Day, and that's because 501 years ago, on October 31st, 1517, uh, Augustinian monk named Martin Luther went and posted the 95 theses to the church door, as it is told, in Wittenberg, Germany. Now, what if these two events collided? Reformation Day and Halloween. It might look something like this cartoon, and it's hard to read, I know. So there's Martin Luther standing in front of the door, posting the 95 Theses. There's a group gathered around. He says, stop coming and saying trick or treat. I said 95 Theses, not 95 Reeses. Who likes Reeses? Yeah, that's a good one. Always hope for the Reeses. That or the Snickers. Or the Twix. If you're Tim, Pastor Tim. <laughs> Luther, in doing this, sought to start a discussion, maybe a debate. Well, maybe he did seek to kind of stir things up. But what he, what he sought to do was to reform the existing church. He didn't want to start a new branch of the Christian church. That was never his intent. What he wanted to do is bring the existing church and its practices 
back to its scriptural foundations, back to its roots, back to its foundation in the love and the grace of God. And he was disturbed by some of the things going on in the church at the time, specifically the sale of indulgences, where people could buy time out of sin and out of purgatory for themselves or their loved ones. And this didn't jive with what he was reading in Scripture. So he lifted up that as well as several other things in the 95 Theses. Well, he stirred things up all right. So much so that he eventually got kicked out, excommunicated. And his, there was a bounty on his head, and so he had to flee eventually, and he went to a place called Wartburg Castle. There it is, uh, still standing in present-day Germany. And here, uh, he took on the persona of Junker George, uh, which was uh, his kind of, I think he went into the witness protection program, and so that was his new identity. Thank you for laughing. Um, that was his uh, new identity, so that his life wouldn't be as much endangered. But he, he, tended, he couldn't stay put, and so he tended to kind of get out, and he went back to Wittenberg, and he went around eventually to other places teaching and preaching. And what he saw as he did that was both encouraging and disturbing. Not only did he have trouble from the existing church and the leadership and uh, the papacy and Rome, but there were troubles within. There were divisions that were, uh, that were being created and that were growing. There were divisions about understandings of the Lord's Supper and this place where we should be gathered together, and yet it was this dividing point. There were divisions around theology and understanding, things that were, some were not of great importance, other things that were of significance. So he had troubles from the existing church, he had troubles within. He saw that some of his, some of those people that were taking up the Reformation cause were turning to violence. And we're using that to kind of spur on change. And he was disturbed by that. About this time, Luther and his now wife had a daughter, Elizabeth. But she was very sickly and then she died shortly after she was born. About this time, in 1527, Luther penned what is his most well-known hymn, A Mighty Fortress. Now, A Mighty Fortress is it's kind of, in some ways, like a school song, right? I mean, who, who had a school song in high school or college growing up? Come on, raise the hands. There we go, okay. You got to have a school song, right? Something to rally everybody around. If you go to a, a game or an event or something at our local schools and they play the school song, kind of everybody gets pepped up and going, and that's what's supposed to have, uh, have happened with a school song. 
That's what happens. Well, Martin Luther, his hymn, A Mighty Fortress, is kind of like the school song of Lutheran Christianity. And so when we hear it, those of, those of us who have really grown up within the Lutheran church, it's kind of like that. We get revved up and we join in singing or hopefully lip syncing at least really animatedly. Is that a word? I don't know. But that wasn't what it was intended for. It wasn't the school song, the pep rally song. It wasn't the the battle hymn, the battle cry of the Reformation. A piece of sheet music that was printed in Augsburg in 1529 with Luther's hymn had this title on it. A hymn of comfort. A hymn of comfort. You can imagine and understand why Luther, with everything that was going on in his life, with the papacy and, uh, and Rome down his neck, with, with the factions and things that were growing within this Reformation movement, with the threat that was on his life, with the death of his daughter, you can understand and imagine why Luther needed some words of comfort hope, of consolation, of assurance. And so he turned to the book of Psalms, which is kind of the quintessential songbook of the Bible. And he looked at the words that were there in Psalm 46, and this is what was the inspiration for his hymn. God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. My wife Lori and I have two boys, Nathaniel and Andrew. They are grown up now, as you can see in this picture. Uh, Nathaniel's the oldest, Andrew's the youngest. Nathaniel's now Mr. Juliet. He is uh, a teacher of uh, math at Valparaiso High School. Andrew uh, just left the nest in August, and he is at Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. So my wife and I are empty nesters. It's strange. Although our dog and two cats remind us that we are not alone, in fact. One of the jobs that we understood that we had as parents as the boys were growing up was to be protectors for them. And so when we were in crowds, we would hold their hands. And when they would play out in the front yard, I would remind them constantly, look both ways. Before crossing the street, yes. And we've tried to provide a home that was not only physically safe, but where they could be emotionally and spiritually safe, where it was a place of, of love and of encouragement. We didn't always do that successfully on some occasions, but for the most part, I think we 
I think we maintain that. We also recognized that one day they would be out on their own. And as that day became visible and we could see it coming and it just kept coming, we remained very conscientious of that. We knew that we wouldn't always be there to protect them. We couldn't shield them from the pain and the difficulties that we see in this world. We couldn't always be there to protect their hearts, their lives from that which might harm them. And so we knew that we needed to equip them with the tools and the character that would help them to navigate the complexities of life. And not only to navigate it, but to thrive in it. We are so thankful for this place. For this, this community of faith here at Alleluia. That this is the place where they have grown up. That they've been involved in children's programs. And we're so thankful for the various people that have served, both staff and volunteer-wise in that. We're thankful for our youth leaders, for uh, Amber and Wade that have come along and those that have been there in the past, for the volunteers, for the mentors and leaders of their small group, for our connect group, our small group that they have literally grown up with and we have grown, our families have grown up together. We're thankful for this community of faith. Because this has been a foundation for them. A place that is a place of, of being secure in the knowledge that they are loved, that they are cared for, that they matter, that they have purpose, that there is a God who knows them and loves them, and there is a community that surrounds them. Parents, you know, or maybe you're just beginning to realize the dangers and the things that are harmful to our kids that are, are, are prevalent in our world today. And, and it's, it's more difficult now than when I and my peers were growing up. Kids, you know those challenges only all too well as you go through the halls of your school, as you communicate with your friends as you see social media as you're faced with challenges as you're faced with pressures some of which maybe are put on by the people that love you or maybe that even come from within it can be overwhelming our task as much as we might want to, parents, as much as you might want to, if you have grandchildren, if you have nieces and nephews, as much as we might be tempted to just want to build a, an actual wall around them or put them in bubble wrap or protect them somehow, shield them from the world, we ultimately can't do that, nor should we. What we are called to do, I believe, is to equip them on how to engage with the world. Likewise, we ourselves 
need to be equipped so that we don't retreat or shield ourselves from life, but so that we engage in it, learn from it, and grow in faith and hope and love. The psalmist declares, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And this, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. To equip our children, whether our own or those that are in our arenas of influence, and to be able to meet the challenges of our own lives as well, we must focus sufficient attention on our internal capacities to learn from adversity, to strive for good, even when others around us might not be doing that, even when others around us might be cynical, and to trust in a God who loves us. The psalmist says this, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Pause. Reflect. Take in the presence of God. This can be such a challenge, can it? When we're leading these lives that are overbooked and overstimulated, when the expectations of others or of ourselves from within drives us to burn the candle at both ends. Be still. Stop. Step back. Gain perspective. Listen. And know that I am God, it says in the psalm. To know isn't simply to have knowledge of something. Rather, to know is to experience, to engage at a heart level, and to walk in relationship. This morning we uh, had 36 of our youth that affirmed their baptism, affirmed their faith, said yes to the God who has said yes to them already. And our confirmation program that they went through is called Head to the Heart, H2H, or Head to the Heart. Because we seek for youth not simply to learn about God, to get head knowledge of God, but to experience Him, to take God's presence, God's word, God's love into them. To not just recite the tenets of faith, but to live it out. To not just know about God, but to truly know the Lord. So that faith moves from the head to the heart. This is our prayer for these confirmands, the 36 who affirm their baptisms this morning. This is our prayer, though, for the kids that are in our church school program, that are in our preschool at Little Blessings, that are in our middle school youth program, that are in our high school youth program. This is our prayer for our kids as we, as we tend to them, as we nurture them, as we try to embrace them, not only with our love, but with God's love as well. And this is our prayer for one another. 
as a community of faith. May we find our refuge and our strength in God, who is a mighty fortress. Not through walls that we build up around us to keep everything out and keep ourselves protected within, but may we be equipped from within to engage fully and to love God and others fiercely. And may we learn to be still and to know that God is the Lord. Let's pray. God, you are our refuge and our strength. Lord, we look to you. We want to walk with you. Lord, there are so many things that can harm us in this world. There's dangers from without and within. Lord, sometimes we just want to build that wall around ourselves. We just want to to try to shut everything out. But Lord, that is not possible, nor is that what you have called us to do. Rather, you have called us to engage with your world. For you came and you loved the world so much that you gave yourself for our sake. And you call us to do the same. Lord, help us to equip our children. Help us to equip one another to have that strength from within. To have that assurance from within that you are our fortress. That you are our strength and our refuge. And Lord, help us out of that place to love and to serve you and others with confidence and without fear. We pray this in the name of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.